They were they were just inducting their newest young member, Mr. Bartholomew Allen. It was an impulse move. <laughs> that means two things, kids. <laughs> and remember, Choco Saco is Bafo. <laughs> <laughs> Buy war bonds. <laughs> remember to drink plenty of Ovaltine. Rich chocolatey Ovaltine. Now back ah. to Little Orphan Annie. <laughs> Nothing quite like the taste of a cold, a chilled glass of Ovaltine with a Lucky Strike cigarette. All the vitamins you need to get you through the day. Ovaltine, it doesn't taste like metal anymore. <laughs> Lucky Strikes, now with extra radium. The Dorkening and all affiliated shows are not intended for anyone under the age of 18. The following may contain discussions or scenes that have adult situations, graphic violence, nudity, strong sexual content, and graphic language. This show is intended for mature audiences only. Viewer discretion is advised. Homer Key. There we go. Okay. Somewhere where I don't know. <laughs> Erotic cakes. Oh. <laughs> Welcome back to the Erotic Cake Show. I'm your host, Zap. <laughs> For those of our listeners who are not familiar, the Batman is a very strong gentleman who fights crime nocturnally. That was that was very Marlon Brando. I was trying to figure out where that was coming from. I mean, it, it, I am doing an impression of an, a very Italian man doing an NPR esque voice. It's mm -hmm. Dan Castellaneta from Parks and Rec. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm Derry Murbles, and you're listening to Thoughts for Your Thoughts. <laughs> I'm I'm covering for Mike O'Ryan, who is in New York, covering for Steve. Steve Johnson, who is here covering for Mike Orion. <laughs> is that uh, that's the guy with the beard, right? No, um, Dan Dan Castellaneta. Uh, he's the guy that does. You, you know who I'm talking about? Like he he does Homer Simpson's voice. He's a small. Oh yes, yes. Okay. Ball guy. Yeah. Well, you he's, said Parks and Rec, and all I thought. Yeah, was... he only shows up like twice in the whole oh, okay. series, and Leslie shows up on the show or maybe three times uh but leslie goes on their like version of npr to try to promote like the pawnee harvest festival and, and stuff like that and uh in one episode she's like so we're throwing up the bat signal and he goes for those of our listeners who may not be familiar the bat signal is a reference to a children's character the bat man a very strong gentleman who fights crime nocturnally. <laughs> and she's like, well put. <laughs> well said. It's uh, great. I think he had a beard in that, but uh, the guy, he's hes the voice on the Great North. Um, oh, well, you're talking Joel about Ron, John, Ron Swanson. 
Oh, oh yeah. Um, he was in the third episode of um Last of Last of Us. The Last of Us, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would he, know. I... <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I, I, I see. I, I see the tweets in the in the messages. From yeah, the, I did. I saw his haircut from though. the deadlines and varieties. Hold on, hold on. I'm kidding. I'm no, kidding. I, 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 I haven't, kid. I haven't. I haven't downloaded. I just need. It's to a piece it. of cake. It's a piece of crumb cake. You know. Okay. Yeah. Too... Hey, it's me, your friend, Father Guido Saducci. Hey, it's uh, I like the explosives. <laughs> oh, you guys are gonna need someone uh, a little better than me, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Then Ray Stance comes in. Yeah. You think you think about all the times you you know you gotta pay for the sins you committed when you finally get to heaven. You know, it's like murder. You know, it's the the money is all the good things you did that you have in your pockets. So it's it's like oh, murder is a million dollars. You're probably gonna go to hell. And then you have like cutting people off in traffic and giving them the finger is eh, like fifty bucks. And then <laughs> whew, I mean masturbation, you know, like. 25 35 cents for each time i mean that that adds up you know father <laughs> <laughs> uh, guido i tried explaining who that was to dad uh, the other day no just, clue. just show her casper that's fine <laughs> just just casper that's it that's all you need piece of cake it's a crumb yeah. cake <laughs> you guys are want going to want to get somebody else i think <laughs> Who you want to call somebody else? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. We're, we're likely recording this on the eve of the the great DC revelation. <laughs> James Gunn getting ready to fucking let us know, get a glimpse behind the the curtain over there. Give us an idea of what they're up to. He's I hope we see something Green Lantern related. I wouldn't be surprised if we did. I'd be more shocked if if there was nothing in the pipeline. Yeah. Um. I mean, it's it's clear that they're they're making a a very driven focus on like the core, like the big ones first. Which you know you have them. It makes sense. That's what you do. And you know. Not you know, not for lack of a better term, do it right. I mean, you take you you have to approach these things with like an air of originality and heart. You know, you have to like genuinely care about these characters as like a creator, as a filmmaker, mm-hmm. in order to make the audience do it. And you know, Green Lantern, that movie, like on the surface, it seems like it should work. But when you get into the nitty gritty, eh, Martin Campbell couldn't decide what kind of movie he was trying to make. You know, is it, is it an action movie? Is it a sci-fi movie? Is it a fucking Cronenbergian horror movie? You know, there, there was a lot going on and like, you can mash up genres, but you have to find like a connective thread between the two. And with this movie, I mean, it's more than two things going on. It's just a, a whole juggling act. And eventually, instead of a, a very nice, you know, 
painting painting on the canvas for the story instead of it being like a nice watercolor by the time it's done it just looks like a fucking jackson pollock yep yeah it's a when you mix all the colors together they become a muddy greenish brown you know yeah. or grayish brown so yeah i get it and who likes this no one <laughs> no one likes it i like i like sinestro from that movie i think that if you, if you saved one thing and if you had to like pull it, from if you had to pull from the uh the multiverse you'd pull mark strong's sinestro mm. out of there yeah, I mean, that that makes I, sense. I pull um actually I pulled Tomo Ray out of there too. He was pretty slick. So Tomo Ray by uh, was it uh, Jeffrey Rush. Rush. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, but even still, I mean, I'd rather just forget the let's call the whole thing off. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <clears throat> it's uh you know better better just move on and start a new scorched have, earth. <laughs> yeah, have well, I mean not. Yeah. I don't really think of it as scorched earth so much as, you know, just uh, burying all the E.T. Ataris. No, rotating crops, I think, <laughs> oh, okay. is the best way to, <laughs> to look at it. You know, like, okay, well, they, we, they do burn those fields. <laughs> we try we try to we try to, you know, get what we could out of this soil. But we're going to we're going to rotate it around now and see if we can get some more fertile stuff over this way. Oh, I, you I can. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> for the most part, like, yeah, you know nowhere to go it up right um but you know we'll, we'll we'll see how it all pans out you know the hierarchy has changed <laughs> we we know that he, Thanks, he's dj he's probably prepping for all like the death threats he's gonna get and shit who cares i People feel like that's like marvel fans and as i'm wearing yeah. a marvel you know tv or i'm wearing a marvel shirt and you're wearing i'm, a marvel I'm wearing shirt. a fucking fantastic four sweatshirt. i, I feel yeah, like I, that's where the majority of the death threats would come from you know the marvel fans <laughs> uh I, I wouldn't say just marvel fans you know there there's also a bunch of um <clears throat> image of fans of valiant of fans uh, no i was thinking back to the know, guido sarducci things particular director fans dark um, horse of fans <laughs> and those are those are the ones who are you know spouting off the dumbest fucking shit i've i've ever heard like it's i we tweeted out marker cut i tweeted out earlier uh, today i was like it'd be, it'd be great if the fucking people who keep you know screaming across the void of the internet you know sell snyderverse to netflix could take that same energy and divert it to taking like a business class or two and just passing them just do that instead Oh, and, and Justin, you look like you kind of raised your eyebrow. There. Have you not seen that? I don't pay attention to that kind of stuff. Oh, it's, I mean, I, 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 I don't pay attention to it. It yeah. shows up in front of my face. Yeah, you're so, actually my only source for this information. Oh, it's, <laughs> dude, it's fucking so stupid. that People are straight up like, sell the Snyderverse to Netflix. I'm like, do you not understand how intellectual property works, you fuckwits? Like, yeah, they really don't. They really don't. Like... And, and these are the same people like, well, I know what I'd be doing. It's like, yeah, you'd be driving that entire fucking studio into the fucking ground. You want to talk about scorched earth. I, I just wonder if he's got enough juice to get us an amalgam dark claw movie or like, you know, speed demon or something like that. Like, can we get a what if series that combines with with DC? Like, if I mean, anybody could do it, it would be the, the guiding hand behind, um, you know, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and DC. So uh, I mean, I'm, I think you should pump the brakes and like let's just worry about them establishing <laughs> like regular shit first, you know. I, I and besides, I really unfortunately like 
I don't think that any sort of amalgam thing will will happen. There's, yeah, I, I unfortunately, it, it's. I agree. Well, like well, not amalgam, but uh, you know, certainly like black label. That might be a smart way to handle. Yeah, yeah, you that, know, different yeah, well, takes. I I think if they want to do sort of these like, you know. Constantine for sure. Yeah. Constantine, Joker two, stuff like that. Um, I wouldn't call it black label because just because you want to have it like differentiate from an actual like label within the uh, the, the 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 publisher itself. You know, like when when Marvel did one shots, they were just one shots. They, you know what I mean? Like that's exactly what that type of comic book is. Um, they could have just as easily called them ash cans, but people probably would be very confused by, by that terminology. Uh, but with, with DC, if they want to go like the alternate, you know, the, I don't even want to say alternate reality, but just like, you know, different, you know, it, it not in continuity books, you know, um, like those types of stories, then just have it be a, a label within DC studios called prestige format. You know, that's yeah. what most of these else worlds and stuff that we cover and and stuff from Black Label are anyway, prestige formats. So, yeah. you know, do something like that. But you know, the 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 key is just getting getting everything else straightened out so that we have a clearly established like, and, and, and I did just use the word jokingly, but hierarchy. You know, you, you need to. I mean, David Zaslav's reaction when he had first conversations about DC studios was what the fuck is going on? We own Superman. Why is, why is that like not one of the biggest fucking characters in movies in the, in the world right now? (laughs) You know? And, and that's a fair question. Like that was an absolute right question to ask. Like there is no good reason why this has not been done and done well. And, uh, you know, same thing for Green Lantern and and so on and so forth. You know, we we have barely scratched the surface of what they're going to be able to do, and the fact that they actually own all of their characters, they never had to wait around for anybody to to do anything like that's, yeah, that's pretty important. I mean, the, even even Marvel has to work out a deal with you know to use Spider Man with Sony. So, you know, let's let's just see how it all works out. See how it pans out. I I, I you know. Nothing. I feel like Leo right now. I'm, you know, nothing but optimistic at this point. I've seen nothing to discourage me from from being so. Um, and you know, I'm a I'm a person that has said for for a long time, like my one of my first real exposures to James Gunn, like seeing him, like knowing who he was, like what he looked like, was because he was in the movie, the specials that he wrote, and it was directed by. Craig Ziskin, I think, and I legitimately finished watching it years and years ago and said, like, wow, like if somebody gave that dude a budget, he would probably make like a really cool, like DC or Marvel superhero movie. And when he was announced to do Guardians of the Galaxy, I was like, well, that team sucks, but I'm sure it's going to be a pretty fucking interesting <laughs> movie. And it, it was. Um, I mean, not so much volume two, but the first one for sure. I liked volume two. I, I don't know why people are so down on it. Like, I mean, it's a good story of like, you know, the idea that he's going up against his father and they had really good chemistry. 
the the thing i think that pulls me out of volume two the most is um the uh inex the ineffable shift in character for uh nebula because her her motivation her drive was to kill gamora like she you know she was just straight up badass and it just took a very schmaltzy turn seemingly out of nowhere in volume two where she's like i just wanted a sister and it's like mm. okay well this seems inorganic to everything else that's happening like it might have been a better way to bridge that and it just wasn't it wasn't hit upon in the exact right way um, and, and that's why I'm kind of hoping that, especially with the stuff that's going to go on in DC studios that James Gunn, uh, he's able to step back enough and see like the forest for the trees and be like, Oh, you know, maybe this is like, I'm, I'm jumping from one point to another a little too quickly here. And I actually have to give the audience a little bit of breathing room to make sense of what it is I want to show them. Because it, it, it really did go from Nebula trying to kill Gamora to the two of them essentially like hugging it out and being okay in like no time flat. That's fair. You know, I I, I like the movie. I'm not overly it, – it's like to me like a Star Wars movie. It's not like my favorite movie. So I just kind of watch it objectively as like, okay, you know. But oh, I'm, yeah, I, mean, I don't, I'm not... I don't dislike it. Like I dislike Ant-Man and Wasp. So. And I know that's not this show. We can – Oh yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying I, I, I yeah. dislike Volume Two. It's just, it's not as strong as as its predecessor. Oh, agreed. Um, yeah, and and you know, I think part of that maybe you know James Gunn came into it after a script had already been written, and then he went in and like polished up and changed a few things around. I mean, there is a little bit of a strange semi-tonal shift between the first and second movie, and he solely wrote the second one so it makes me think like how much of what we saw in the first movie was him and how much was the woman that wrote the script originally did he get fired from marvel after the first one and before the second one no after the second one after the second one okay yeah yeah because he went off to do the suicide squad with dc and then they were like yeah you know what come back and so he was like all right we're gonna do you know volume three and and that's the trilogy i'm rounding out so you know it is what it is cool yeah um so anywho <laughs> enough of that palaver welcome to the main event of the evening welcome to the connecticut event of the evening no wait that's not right <laughs> <laughs> uh ladies and gentlemen boys and girls children of all ages <laughs> 